Kevin Cohen is on ESPN 106.3. Streaming live via the free ESPN app or on your Alexa, Google, or Siri smart speakers. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. Call Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys at 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Here's Evan Cohen. Okay, welcome to the show. Evan Cohen with you on the 17th day of February, 2021. 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN is your telephone number to be a part of the show. You can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm, at Evco Radio for me, Evan Cohen, at KLV1063 for Ken Lavica co-hosting today and hanging out, uh, Jeanette and Coquel. Uh, in COVID protocol, they're both okay, but uh, safety precautions that the station is taking, I guess the station doesn't care that much about Ken, but everybody hey, else, hello. Everybody else uh, at home, Ken, uh, nobody seems to care about. <laughs> <laughs> so just leave Ken there, but uh, COVID protocol, and you can follow us on Twitter there in the Grand Champions Polo Club Twitter feed as we get the show on the road um, on Michael Jordan's birthday. Yes. Happy birthday to MJ. Uh, Ken, just tell, do me a favor since obviously I'm talking right now, uh, and I'm going to tell everybody about Tire Kingdom, and I know Eric Olson uh, from Tire Kingdom, the CEO, is the uh, biggest MJ and, and uh, UNC fan you'll ever find in your life. But Michael just texted us, thanks for wishing me a happy birthday. Can you just respond to him, Palm Beach County's own Michael? Jordan on the on the text because I I can't respond right now so you handle the response to MJ okay you got you it no problem yeah. Oh, yeah yeah you handle that if you could okay. as we get the show on the road as always driven by Tire Kingdom you know Tire Kingdom offers mobile tire installation services so if you're home and your COVID protocol like Jeanette or Coquel and you're like hey you know what I need some uh, some work done but I really can't leave the house right now uh, well great Ty- well not great that you're in COVID protocol but but Tire Kingdom can come to you eight four four get tires the Tire Kingdom. Certified mobile tire installers will mount, install, and balance your tires and safely maintain your social distance. Call 844-GET-TIRES or visit TireKingdom.com to schedule an appointment today. And you can get even more cash back at Tire Kingdom going on now. $100 back after mail-in rebate when you buy four select tires and get them installed. We're talking Continental, Michelin, Nitto, and more. Don't miss the super cash back event going on at Tire Kingdom. Plus, if you use your Tire Kingdom store credit card, you get spe- and you get special financing for 12 months on qualifying purchases of $699 dollars or more uh, they are open early 7 30 a.m open late 8 p.m open seven days a week a local company started right here in palm beach county in 1972 make sure you visit a tire kingdom near you by the way something just happened to me and i, I have a, 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 a new audio that i want to play here about a, I, i'm going to say a shocking situation going on with the steelers but a, an important question ken when you're at home do you lock the door in the bathroom no never 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 I have found myself recently, for no apparent reason, starting to lock the door more in the bathroom at home. And I don't know why I'm doing that. It's like if I quickly go pee before the show, I just lock the door. And literally, as I was doing it, not to give that gross visual, but just I'm realizing to myself, why am I locking the door? I'm in a bedroom by myself. A closed door. My family knows I'm on the air right now doing the show from home, and I just have a habit of locking the door now with the bathroom. It makes no sense. So is this because you're right now things are chaotic at your house? Your kids are getting older. They've developed into their own person. Because I'm going through this right now where privacy just does not happen ever. But 
I'm not. But the it would be the yet. other way that they would understand. Don't go in the bathroom when I'm in the bathroom. Yeah, I suppose. But also, I could see just getting barged in on because they don't care. I I have not gotten to the point where I'm locking doors yet with my girls. But I no, can but see I don't situation. realize I'm even doing it. Wait, that's what I'm telling now. you. Yeah, that's weird. Like I I don't know why you would do that. I don't understand that. I, I I'm gonna be really gross and weird. I do it. I definitely am conscious of doing it when I'm clipping my nails. Why? I, I, I think it was my feet are so gross. It's <laughs> so like if I'm clipping the toenails in the bathroom and like I just my feet are so gross to me that I'm like that. That scares me more than anything else. Somebody oh. walking in on that. That's I don't know weird because I, yeah. I trim my toenails like just kind of we have a hard floor in our living room and I'll sit there, put a towel down, do it there, uh, <laughs> throw away the <laughs> clippings and I'm good to go. All right. I, I'm going to vomit. I'm going to vomit. <laughs> I literally, oh man! I, oh my god! I didn't know you oh had a, a foot thing like that. I didn't know that you were very anti-foot or anti-your yeah. feet. Yeah, my my toes look like fingers. They're like literally <laughs> as long as some. My toes have tremendous bro, wingspan, bro. basically when it comes down to it. I'm so the gross. same exact way. Like I don't understand people who have little stubby pinky toes because mine is like the size of a thumb. It's really yeah. Bizarre. My my toe is like a great stretch forward. My toes are like <laughs> Kelly Olynyk is what they really look like. Oh, That's what I've decided. My toes look like Kelly Olynyk. They're really long. Sometimes they like they help, but they're kind of clunky at times. Like my toe, yeah, see, I don't have a, I don't have any Bam toe or Jimmy toe that you're just. Are Tyler tell where you're like, boy, that just looks right. Just like that is just a yeah, perfect you've got specimen. Kelly Tolinic. Right? Yeah. I got Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> I have Kelly Tolinic. Well done. Yes, I have ten Kelly Tolinics <laughs> on my on my feet right now. That's what it looks like. I, or or Max Scruce. Uh, that's what I have. I just like it kind of just doesn't look right. Uh, Kelly, you know, Kendrick Nunn playing defense. Yeah, maybe some good know, days, just, but mostly bad. Yeah, exactly right. All right, before I vomit here. <laughs> so I I counted I think going into the last couple of weeks that there were 16 NFL starting quarterbacks a year ago that had a chance to not start for the team they started for last year, this year. Okay. And that included Stafford and that included um, uh, Goff, who got traded for each other, obviously. And, and that did include Tua, right? Because, I mean, I think it's pretty clear that if the Deshaun Watson deal was there for the Dolphins, they would probably trade Tua for him. So the 16 that I mentioned, let me just make sure I get this right. Ken, if you could just count with me here. Um, uh, so uh, Tua, Cam with the Patriots, uh-huh. Sam Darnold with the Jets. Um, I had Deshaun Watson with the Texans. Okay. Philip Rivers obviously not going to be the starting quarterback in Indy. Yep. Uh, Gardner Minshew is obviously not going to be the starting quarterback in Jacksonville. Um, Drew Locke in Denver. Uh-huh. Derek Carr in Vegas. Uh-huh. Um, I guess you got to put Dak now on this list. Sure. I didn't initially. I guess I, I won't put Daniel Jones on there with the Giants because I haven't heard any real rumors there. Um, Wentz obviously is pro- is not going to be the starter in Philly. Yep. Um, who is going to be a new starter in Washington? Trubisky in in Chicago. Detroit obviously. Um, I'll put Rodgers on there for the sake of conversation, even though I'd be shocked. You put Ryan on there for the sake, because there's been rumors there. Yeah. Carolina, now you have with to Teddy? put in the mix yeah. with that, with Teddy Bridgewater. I think Teddy Bridgewater will be a starter, but he may not be a starter there. Like, I can see him getting traded to somewhere. Okay, yeah. well, then I'm not even done. So then New Orleans would be 17, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, Brady's going coming back. And then the Rams would be 18. Uh, the Niners 19, and yep. now you got to put the, the Seahawks 20. So there's 20 teams. Here's a better way of saying it. 20 teams that have already had QB rumors this offseason 
where you're like, you know what? These aren't that ridiculous, some of these rumors. Now, if you want to say you don't see Rodgers getting traded, make it 19. You don't see Russell Wilson getting traded, make it 18. I don't see Watson getting traded, but I, but he, we know he's asked out because he hasn't denied it. Right. And we and Dak is not signed, so I guess you got to put him in, in this. Sure, mix. So but what it's do we still know? a huge what, number. Right. So that's what, 18 or 17 now? Uh, let's go. It's, it's 17. It's 17. Okay. So now let's add one that I didn't think we would get to, but based on the comments we are about to play, I think we have to add one. Here is Kevin Colbert. He's the general manager for the Steelers. He has been in charge of the Steelers for a long period of time with the tremendous, wonderful, awesome Rooney family owning the team, of course, Palm Beach County residents. Here's Kevin Colbert today talking about his Hall of Fame quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger. He reiterated that to us, that he wants to continue to play. And we, we told him, quite frankly, we have to look at this current situation. You know, Art Rooney addressed that, that with Ben's current uh, cap number, um, some adjustment will have to be made. And we're not negotiating as, as we sit here and answer this question. You know, Ben Roethlisberger is on a team. Ben Roethlisberger did a lot of really good things last year. And we anticipate that he could still do some good things moving forward. So... Hopefully there's a way that we can try to figure out and do what's best for the organization and do what's best for Ben. And hopefully he'll be able to see that and feel the same way we do. But there's a lot of work that needs to be done. That is not necessarily a ringing endorsement of Ben Roethlisberger, who just a few weeks ago uh, was on the record as saying basically he doesn't care about money. And I said at that point, in meaning like in his last year, last couple of years, I said at that point, all right, if you're the Steelers, if, if you are the Steelers, um, you, need to, you need to make sure that you then call his bluff on that. Because you need to say to him, and not in a, and not in a combative way, you need to say, hey, listen, if you're just in it for another year or two, and your singular and only goal is to win a championship, well, the best way of doing it is for you to restructure your contract in a way that literally has you low as you're, as, as you're possibly willing to go. Now, that's not an easy, easy conversation to have. But, I mean, that's really what you need to – like, if, if you're the Steelers and you say, all right, Ben, you said you don't want to play for money, what I think has happened here, and maybe I'm wrong, what I think has happened is maybe there's been conversations between Ben's agent and the team, and Ben saying he doesn't want to play for money is like, all right, I'll redo my contract, but you got to pay me more up front so we lower the cap hit. Well, that's not really not caring about money. And if I'm the Steelers, I'm like, all right, so a million. I want to pay you what Cam made last year. Like, I literally want to take your money down to a million dollars, and you're going to forfeit all this money, which he's not going to do, right? And so, like, this is where they're kind of at a stalemate here. This is a team that started the season last year, what, 11-0, 10-0, whatever it was, yep. and then obviously fell apart after that. So the question I have for you, well, twofold. One, do you think Ben Roethlisberger's available? Yes, because when you have 17 or 18 teams that look like they're going to have new quarterbacks and it's a quarterback sweepstakes – yeah, I could see it because this is the offseason to do it. And, and available may not be, be by way of trade, although I guess it could, because he has a $41.2 million cap hit if he's on the Steelers with the current contract as is, which will not happen that way. Like, that's just not going to happen. And he has a $22.5 million dead cap hit just for this year, which means, in English, that they have $22.5 million that, that's counted against the cap that they don't have to pay, but that, um, you know, that, that, that goes down. Like, so if the, if the cap is 100, then it's 100 minus 22 
and a half is your cap number in essence. So he's, I think they could deal with that and they could trade him or they could release him altogether or whatever it may be. But, but here's what I would ask you. If you were a team out there and you needed a quarterback and I said, all right, you could have Ben Roethlisberger one year, $25 million. You basically have the Phillip Rivers deal or the Tom Brady deal, two for 50. Would you do it? Now, I'm looking around the league at some of these teams. Would you do it? Is there a team out there that you would look at? Maybe Indy's the team that basically is like, all right, you know what? We kind of had success, I guess, a little bit with Rivers. But, you know, maybe we just make Roethlisberger into what Rivers was. And, like, you know, Roethlisberger comes here for a year or two. We kind of extend this out until we can find our quarterback of the future. I mean, it, it, it sounds to me like the Steelers are kind of ready to move on from him. Or at least ready to consider it in a way that I did not expect. I just figured that this was going to be lower the number, restructure the contract, and call it a day. That's what I assumed, but I, I guess I may be wrong on this. He had Kevin Colbert had multiple opportunities today to say, hey, Ben will be back next year, and we're going to try and make sure that we can surround him with weapons and uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. That never happened. And so I would. Uh, I, that leads me to believe that, yes, Ben Roethlisberger can be had. Now, I look at the Bears. The Bears would be stupid. That feels right to me. To I don't know why, it just feels right to me. You know it's reason. a guy who can go into Soldier Field, terrible turf like you see at Heinz Field, play in conditions, maximize what's around him. You have to make sure that you can keep Allen Robinson if you're the Bears because that's dumb if you bring in Ben and then you don't have a top target to throw to. But the Bears and Ben Roethlisberger, even if it's two years and a cap hit, it, that's a that makes a significant amount of sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So you, would rather, Wentz. you would rather give up. So let in that scenario, let's say they just release him, right? And they're gonna, you know, let him sign with the team, almost JJ Watt style. Sure. Like we've come to the agreement that you know Ben, it's best we're gonna go in our separate directions, whatever it may be. So if as a Bears fan, you'd rather overpay with money for two years than overpay with picks and money yeah. for for a younger player. Exactly. I'd rather overpay than give up value for Ben Roethlisberger. Absolutely. That's not that's not bad. That makes like if that's not a t- terrible thought. Like I don't know how we hear this sound today and not think that Ben Roethlisberger potentially is on the market either way by, by way of trade or just they're going to break up. Like that's it. That's it. And maybe maybe cooler heads prevail here, but this sounds like th- to me, it's Ben, you said you were going to, you know, money didn't, didn't matter. Well, let's see how low you're willing to go. Like, let's see how low you're yeah. really, really willing to go on this. Yeah, this seemed like a little bit of a a veiled public threat. Like, uh, the Steelers saying, hey, here's our stance, and then Roethlisberger's going to have to meet us at what our demands are. And the thing that makes this so striking is that the Steelers organization, when it comes to head coaches and quarterbacks, they don't make these changes lightly. They don't do them willy-nilly. Like this, it, it doesn't happen often. So when you hear language like this, it's just very un-Steelers-like. And who do they want is the question. I, I mean, they're not going to sit there with Mason Rudolph and be their starting quarterback. <laughs> no. I can't imagine that. That's the that. thing. There's no backup plan. Well, but unless they look at it and they're like, look at how many freaking guys are available right now that if there's ever going to be a change, now's the time to have the change because we can just get a guy relatively easily. Like, we can figure out, you know, get, you know, either rewind Ben Roethlisberger age-wise. Like, all right, we'll just trade him straight up for Derek Carr. I'm making it up, right? Like, we get somebody younger. He's under contract. What about Teddy? I don't know. Would Teddy fit 
in Pittsburgh? Yeah, but I mean, I think it's for a year. Like, I don't think Carolina would want would want Roethlisberger. Or maybe somehow they say to you know the Texans, "We'll give you all the picks you want, and we'll give you you know Roethlisberger as your quarterback. At least you have a face of the franchise." I don't know. I mean, like, I don't. I I think that this is the kind of relationship that, that it will end with him going to the team he'd want to go to if he leaves. Yeah. Because I don't think they'll just trade him to somewhere that would be like you know screwing him over. I, I can't imagine that. But this is to me. A fascinating name that is now on the market here. So the question becomes: Let's just do it this way. How many? So you think one year or two years for Roethlisberger? A two, two, two. So if he goes to another team, it'll be like, all right, you know, new lease on life for a little bit. I'm going to see how this goes for a couple of years. So two years, fifty million. Whatever team you root for out there, would you want him two years, five zero, fifty million? You're saying with the Bears, yes, yes, unquestionably, yes. I'm torn on this uh, with the Patriots. I don't see them getting some other great option, but I also think that they're going to do the same thing that they did last year, and it may be with Cam too, which is just wait for the cheapest guy to fall to them and see if they can make that guy into something. And I think that their hope is that San Francisco does a ton of things and then somehow Jimmy G just falls in their laps, which, you know, May or may not happen. I don't know. I just I don't know. I mean, I guess there's Roethlisberger chip on his shoulder, something to prove. But is he going to want to go to New England? But and, uh, two yeah, for fifty, two for fifty for New England seems too much. Wildly reckless for the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, I'd rather you know, would you take the the, the risk to bring Cam back at ten million a year? Let's say I, I don't know. This is a fascinating thing because again, it's another Hall of Fame player that is out there right now. It's another Hall of Fame player um, that is that is out there that you look at and you're like, wow, I, I can't believe this guy may possibly be available. 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN is the number to jump in. I have two things for you guys. Two things I want you to weigh in on. By the way, we do have our Ed Morris Drive for 75 today um, with the heat, which we will explain in a little bit, plus top five and five coming up as well. But I have two things for you. Number one. Ben Roethlisberger, two years, $50 million. Hypothetically, comes to the agreement with the Steelers. You know what? We're going to part ways. We're going to go in different directions here. He's a free agent. Would you give him two years, $50 million? And it doesn't matter if it's your team specifically. It could be any team. Like, you, like Ken just said. Now, Ken happens to be a Bears fan. But if you're just like, you know what? As a Bears fan, uh, I would like that. But I also think it makes a lot of sense for the Bears. Two years, $50 million. By the way, maybe the, maybe the Saints... That's another team that I could see making some sense there. If they don't bring Jameis back or they're just like, you know what, let's let's k- kind of keep it going here a little bit with Roethlisberger. So would you give Roethlisberger a two-year, 50, million-dollar contract, give him the Brady contract, and do you lock the door in the bathroom at home? Because I realize I've been doing that recently, and I don't exactly understand why I've been doing that a lot recently. But do you lock the door at the bath in the bathroom at home? 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN is the number to jump in. I do want to tell everybody about my good friend, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. He's been treating ENT patients in Florida for over 20 years. And go look at some of the Google reviews for him. How about Kathy in Boynton Beach, who says she went to Dr. Goldhaber because of sudden hearing loss. After three injections, happy to report the return of partial hearing. Dr. Goldhaber 
Weber is hopeful that more will return in time. I'm very impressed by him and his staff providing the quick and efficient care to get me back to this point. I thank them all and highly re- recommend Dr. Goldhaber and his excellent staff. How about um, some other Google reviews like Monica in Boynton Beach who said I had a pleasant experience, felt comforted and appreciated at the patience of the kindness and the staff of the doctor. If you're looking for a no-nonsense, considerate and friendly doctor, go see Dr. Goldhaber. He can treat it all. Ear pain, sore throat, post-nasal drip, sinus pain, pressure, congestion. Dr. Goldhaber offers same-day and next-day availability. Give him a call today. And telemedicine appointments also will be available. Give him a call today at 561-734-3636. That's 561-734-3636 or goldsinus.com for more information. Now, again, I want to make this clear. This is not that the Steelers are saying that Roethlisberger is definitely out or anything like that. But this is a short as uh, this is a surefire indication that these two parties may not be as happy-go-lucky as we thought maybe possibly they were by saying they did the basically Ben is a member of the Steelers as we sit here today. They did the he's a Steeler right now, and that's that is something that leaves certainly open that window for that conversation of could Ben Roethlisberger have played his last game in Pittsburgh? And if so, and if it's not a trade, would you want him on the open market? Two years, $50 million, or what team should want him? And the other thing is, do you lock the bathroom at home? Kenny in West Palm on ESPN 106.3. Kenny, first off, do you lock the bathroom at home when you're at home? I do now. I got a two-year-old. <laughs> So maybe this is what it is. Maybe it's just a kid. Yeah, maybe it's just a kid thing where it's like that's that's because I have a seven year old and a four year old. They're pretty good with that. But maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's like subconsciously what I'm doing is that I don't want the kids coming in at any point. Um, Okay. All right. Now talk to me about Roethlisberger. What's your reaction to all this today? It's kind of crazy. It kind of reminds me of what what the Steelers did to Paul Amalu. They they hold their ground when it comes to contracts. And I think that a split is definitely coming. But people forget how good Roethlisberger was playing up until week 12, you know. And um, I think he's getting a, the bad end of the stick in Pittsburgh, and it seems like they're ready to move on. But I, if I'm another team, I would, I would, I would try it out. Well, okay, I mean, couple things. First of all, your point your point is well taken about Roethlisberger statistically. Um, that Roethlisberger Roethlisberger last year played in fifteen games, had thirty three touchdowns, ten interceptions, and thirty eight hundred yards. So he actually statistically had a had a good year. He didn't look that good at times, especially late. Um, but it, it, this is the thing that I I have an issue with um, is that he said he said recently. That he wants to go one more year, he's willing to restructure his contract, and he doesn't care about the money. So this tells me that there's something going on with the Steelers now that they said, okay, so if you really don't care about the money, what about X, Y, and Z? And maybe he balked at that. You, you might be. That sounds about right. Maybe he he um, he needs to prove it if he's going to take less money. Like the Steelers are pulling his calling his bluff, like you said. Yeah, and thanks for the phone call because, like, this is the thing that, again, I don't understand. If he's going to sit there and say that he doesn't care about – here's what the exact quote was to Ed Bouchette of, um, I think, The Athletic now, uh, covers the Steelers. Quote, I don't care about my pay at all this year. But that's the thing. People say that, and then if I'm the employer, in this case the Steelers, and it's not like I haven't paid this guy a lot. I paid this guy hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm having the conversation. I am. Like, I'm having the conversation, like, okay, how much do you not care about what you're getting paid? 
How much do you care about winning? Because if you don't care at all, then like how low are you willing to go? Because here's what we could do with this money if you're if you're giving it back to us in essence. And that's where I don't know that he, he's done that necessarily. 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN, number to jump in. Ken, before we get to the top five, gut feeling. Gut feeling right now. Is he on the Steelers next year? I don't think he's on the Steelers next year, and I, I think part of the reason is it is clear that there are a number of teams that are willing to shuffle around their quarterbacks or at least interested in having the conversation, and this might be exploratory right now from the Steelers. They may be dipping their toe in, but I think there's going to be quarterback movement where you can go into a little bit of a quarterback pool and find a temporary younger solution than a 38-year-old Ben Roethlisberger. And I I, I just think that this is the offseason for it to happen, and they're looking for a transition, a bridge. And I can't necessarily say I blame them. I kind of like your Chicago idea. Washington feels like something. New Orleans could be some- It has to be a win-now team, obviously. Yeah, for sure. This is not something where you're going in to, to build a culture with Ben. You're bringing him in because you like well, pieces, but he needs to You can't pres- build a culture <laughs> yeah, with him, even impossible. if he was 10 years younger. Yes. He's not the person you want to build a culture around. That's exactly. Right. It's not Brady. I mean, you know, you can hate Brady all you want, but, I mean, his physical conditioning, his mental conditioning, and what he does for a team. Ben Roethlisberger is not that a great player, you know, in his day, but but not like the build the culture guy. Yeah, I think there's solutions. I think they I think they could get these some of these guys. I really do. And maybe maybe there's other quarterbacks in the Pittsburgh's like, you know what? We can get this guy for this, you know, uh, this draft pick or whatever. I'm just looking here at what their what their pick is this year. Pittsburgh has let's see. They have where am I here? 24th pick. Yeah, I mean so that's where you get into that conversation. Would you give up a first rounder mm-hmm. for some of these guys? And yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, sure. If they love Carson Wentz, which I'm not saying they do, the 24th pick for Carson Wentz, if you think he's that good, makes sense. The 24th pick for, let's see, who else could be out there that they would, you know, give up a first rounder for? I mean, Matt Ryan, if somehow that could work itself out, which I don't think it would because of his dead cap hit. I'm just saying, like, that's not that ridiculous. It's not that ridiculous, the thought process of Pittsburgh trying to move on from Roethlisberger right now. We didn't think it was necessarily going to happen, but it's not that ridiculous at this moment. All right, before we get into the top five at five, I do want to tell everybody about Xfinity. I'm telling you right now, I am on such a kick with TV, it's ridiculous. And, of course, with Xfinity, you can get all your apps on there, all the Xfinity programming. Uh, Have you watched The Equalizer on CBS, Ken? I have not watched The Equalizer, no. With Queen Latifah. I'm now into this. Uh, the X1 voice remote. You could just say The Equalizer in there. Have you watched Big Sky on ABC? I have watched some Big Sky. I'm into it. I like it. Very good. I'm, I'm through all nine episodes so far. I think the 10th one is next week. It's a very good show. You would just need to say Big Sky. It's your X1 voice remote. I have on the DVR right now uh, the rock show from last night, which Ken was was downgrading uh, so scared. on Twitter uh, last night. Have you watched it yet, or you DVR'd it as well? No, but I... Or you got how, it on demand. I, I have it on demand, but how can it be good? I just... I'm so, oh, All right, well, there's really an uplifting thing from Ken Lavica, but that is Young Rock. It's what it's called. And so Xfinity has all of these TV shows and more. You can get your Netflix through there, Prime Video, YouTube. You get it all with Xfinity X1. It delivers the simplest, most complete way to access and experience all of your entertainment on all of your screens. With X1 DVR... 
Watch and record up to six shows. Plus, start watching in one room and finish in another room. Track multiple games at once and check the latest scores and standings all while watching another show or game. X1 gives you easy access to apps right on your TV screen. Check weather, traffic, watch Netflix, Amazon Prime Video, shows as well as YouTube, listen to music, and more. All with Xfinity and X1. And you can get started today by calling 1-800-XFINITY or visit Xfinity.com or drop into an Xfinity store today for more details with Xfinity. Time now for the Top 5 at 5. This is the Top 5 at 5. The five biggest topics in the world of sports and beyond. Here's Evan Cohen. It is the Top 5 at 5 here on ESPN 1063, streaming live, ESPNWestPalm.com, and on the ESPN app, play ESPN 1063, connected devices and speakers. Ken has five questions. We'll count them down, five through one, debate the answers, and then we have our Ed Morse Drive for 75. Uh, we are giving away $75 per heat win at the end of the season. We have another regular season competition for you to qualify for the big playoff for the big barrel of cash at the end of the season. And maybe the Heat can wake up a little bit and get some wins to add 75 bucks to the pot every single win that they have. Ken Levicka, number five. Nets guard Kyrie Irving brought a walking stick or a prayer stick to Brooklyn's game against the Suns last night. Would anything Kyrie did surprise you anymore? All right, let me try to give some context on this, but fail at it while doing so. So this is like a, this is when you say walking stick, I think that's how I described it as well. Yeah. The problem is when you hear walking stick, you kind of think cane, right? Like a cane? No, I think about what I can't remember the monkey's name in Lion King had. I've never seen Lion King. Are you serious? No, I just lied for the sake of you are. Never, I just chose my one time to be a liar <laughs> with, with yeah, about Lion King. That would That's be a when weird I was just spot. like, you know what? Yes. I pr- I've been priding myself on being honest for all these years. Yeah. I said, you know what? Let me break for Lion King. <laughs> yeah, that's what be, I'm going to break yeah. for. Five thirty-three on February seventeenth of this year would be a weird time to uh, to break that streak. No, but yeah, you have five thirty-four is more of the uh, time to do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have two kids you've never seen Lion King. Not even the Beyonce Correct. version. No, but I, I probably should stunned. obviously see that. So then, tell me why you think of this walking stick with that, though? Uh, because it's it's a it's a a walking stick. It's a oh, if you're if you're walking through the Serengeti or a forest, like this is what that would look like. What Kyrie Irving was holding last night, like not a cane. A cane's not a walking stick. That's a cane. Right. This is like a rugged. Looks like it came from a tree, a tree branch type of deal that Kyrie Irving had. So. Okay, so now here's the thing. It's like a so I saw an article on this um, where it's like a nod to Native American ancestry. Radio.com has an article about this, and then there's a guy, Brandon Scoop Robinson, um, who tweets a lot of NBA news and rumors that I mean, sure he's great, but they never actually happen. Any of his numerous rumors <laughs> that he tweets, but I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm right. just saying that like they never actually happen. Anyway, so he has this two part tweet. Last night with a picture of Kyrie with this walking stick into a basketball game indoors. Kyrie Irving's Native American walking stick is in fact called a prayer stick. It is also known as a spirit stick or medicine stick and is used to make offerings and petitions to the spirit world. Prayer sticks are associated with rituals relating to religious ceremonies, particularly of the Southwest Native American tribes of the Hopi, Pueblo, and Zunai. If I apologize, I'm getting that wrong. Okay, I'm not saying that Kyrie Irving is not, you know, this is not his religion or whatever else it is. 
I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know how else to say this. It's weird to see a guy walking into a basketball game and walking out of a basketball game that he's not playing in, not that if he played in it, it would really matter, with a walking stick. I know that KD and James Harden love the guy, but they got to think it's weird. Like, at some point, those two guys, when Kyrie's not looking, have to say to each other, like, yo, did you did you see when he walked into it? Yeah, what was that? Like a bamboo stick? What, what is that thing? He has, like, he had the, the, the seance stuff or whatever. What was the thing with the, the lighting of the thing by the court, Ken? Oh. The, um... What did he do? He had like like incense, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was like it was a ritual. Just... It was like a ritualistic uh, healing exercise he was doing. That's what he was doing by the court. But if you're around him, a don't you just expect that this is going to be the case now? Like Kyrie is wildly eccentric, believes a lot of things, including that the Earth isn't round. Uh, so right. d- isn't this just commonplace now? Here's the thing. Like yes. Have you watched him at all this year when he's actually decided to play? He's awesome. He's so good at I basketball. I mean, he is awesome. Like, I, I'm now under, under the belief of, like, I get why the Nets are just like, whatever. Because he is so good. I mean, he is so good. In the rare moments where you can get him where he is ultra passionate about the game and that's his oh focus. Oh, my God. He's ridiculous. elite. And I wonder if the, if the Nets win this year. Are we going to get to the point, because I would love this. Are we going to get to the point where we blame the Celtics for Kyrie being a weirdo? Like, the Celtics have not done anything since this whole, oh, they won, you know, the the, the Paul Pierce-Kevin Garnett trade, right? Like, they, they haven't won at all. They haven't no. been to the finals. And it's like, oh, Danny Ainge, all these assets, all these assets. But, like, Kyrie's better before he was on the Celtics and after yeah, he was on the Celtics. Yeah, I, I mean, I would Gordon argue- Hayward, better before sure. and after. Al Horford, like, you know, it, you know, it's flamed out at the end. We don't know what happened there. Brown and Tatum are unbelievable, but this team's not very good. I know they won that last night. But, like, you know, and I'm not saying I would want Kyrie on my team to deal with all this stuff, but, boy, is he good at basketball. Well, Brad Stevens is, I'm going to say it, I, I, he is the most under or overrated coach in the NBA. Uh, Brad Stevens is okay, but, overrated. But do you think he's bad, or do you think he's, like, considered Red Auerbach, so he almost has to be overrated? Yeah, well, I think he gets a great reputation because people in the NBA love the thought of a coach coming from college, coming from Butler, and seeing success. And uh, I I think that he's wildly overrated. I don't think he knew how to actually relate to Kyrie. And I think Steve Nash, who is also eccentric, relates to him much better. Number four, Ken. Let's head to Adam Sandler news. Breaking Adam Sandler news yesterday. Local, local. It's confirmed at now. the Boca Resort, right? Yes, Boca Resort. PTV is an article confirming this now um, that that Sandman uh, did this. What Ken's about to say here and play here happened at the Boca Resort because he's got a home in Boca. So continue. Yesterday was the 25th anniversary of the blockbuster hit Happy Gilmore. Adam Sandler was at Boca Resort and celebrated by posting this him with a patented Happy Gilmore drive from Boca Resort on his social media. It's been 25 years since I've done this. Let's see what happens. I'm scared. Shooter McGavin, this is for you. And I'm not lying to you, that is smash. Smash. And that went pretty well. You're dead, Shooter. <laughs> Is this a potential tease for Happy Gilmore 2? I, I don't know if I'm making this up in my head that I want it to be, or it actually is, but it was really well done. Like, and he smashed it. 
He really did smash it, yeah. and it was viral all day. It still is. Like, I literally just saw this article confirming it on WPTV.com. So I've been thinking about this two ways, Ken. So, because every old movie now, I think about Cobra Kai style. Mm-hmm. Could they could they fast forward it and make it into, you know, something? I don't know that Happy Gilmore is enough of a cult classic like three Karate Kids became to make Cobra Kai out of it. But I think they can easily do a Happy Gilmore 2 on the seniors tour and or just have a bunch of young actors kind of come up on them a little bit or don't like put Justin Bieber in there as Ricky Fowler character right like have a Bryson DeChambeau character have a Dustin Johnson kind of character or just model them after those guys I kind and Harry Styles is Rory McIlroy like and just Sandler interacting with these guys would be unbelievable I think that would be an easy thing to do you know that Adam Sandler loves to load his movies with celebrities and he's got his yes. core group of guys like Norm McDonald and David Spade and so those guys Rob Schneider there will be a, James, a part of it as Rock. well, Kevin James. Exactly. So, yeah, I think this is an easy movie where a sucker like me, I'd absolutely pay money to see it. And also, yeah. I don't know if you saw Shooter McGavin. Also, Shooter McGavin yeah, himself. Yeah, he came back at him. The audio wasn't as good because there was like a delay no. in it with like his putting. But, but yes, it he happened. came back at him too. So I think that you could get the right people on board because Shooter McGavin also has to be on this Champions Tour, this Senior Tour. And let's get a Happy Gilmore 2 going. I I don't know why this wouldn't be a Netflix, one of the Netflix movies from Adam Sandler. Well, and, but could you do a Cobra Kai style where, like, he becomes, like, a golf pro at Boca Resort? Maybe. So you wanted more of a TV series as opposed no, no, to a No, I'm just asking. Movie. I'm asking. I'm saying, like, I think there's so much to do with this because we're all, like, dying for more of content like this now because there's only so much we can actually yeah, do if you follow COVID protocol. The thing um, about Cobra Kai, though, the thing about Cobra Kai, though, is that it's like a coming of age, like, people who love it and are passionate about it. Right, now, so Sandler's kid would have to be Bieber and, like, Styles would have to be his kids. Yeah, but and, I was... Like, you know what I mean? Or yeah, something like that. But there'd have to be, like, some messaging to it, too, some, like, hidden... In, uh, meaningful messaging. It couldn't just be the goofy comedy that the entire movie Happy Gilmore was. Understood. So that's why you probably scrapped that. And I don't know that enough people love Happy Gilmore the way that they loved um, Karate Kid because there wasn't as much of it. And the thing about Cobra Kai, you, you caught up on all, all three seasons? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. So the thing about Cobra Kai is like they use things from Karate Kid two and three now right. to develop storylines. Right. <laughs> There's only one Happy Gilmore. It's hard to develop the yeah. storylines off of that. Yeah. But Happy Gilmore too. I mean, we just cast it. Create a character uh, about with Ricky Fowler as Bieber, uh, Rory McIlroy character Harry Styles, a Bryson DeChambeau character would be who? Who would be that guy? I mean, knowing Bryson DeChambeau, he might be Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> Bryce, uh, Bryson DeChambeau. That's Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> Um, who else could be in the mix on this? Who would play like Brooks Kepka? Uh, I don't know. So somebody who's jacked, who yeah, uh, kind of laid back. Hmm. Who would be the Brooks Kepka character? It's a good question. Good looking dude. By the way, Brooks Kepka uh, at the Honda Classic. Yes, that's excellent for the Honda Classic. Yep. Um, and who would be the Dustin Johnson character? Uh, who's uh, Kristen Bell's uh, husband? Dak Shepard. Dak Shepard, yeah. yeah. He's too long, old. lanky. Too old, but I like where you're going with that. That's not bad. 
Boy, we are so old, we can't even think of young, cool actors and actresses anymore. I'm legitimately ashamed. Uh, I'm either, like, really old now, or I could give you Charlie D'Amelio on, on TikTok, because I'm obsessed with TikTok now. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, oh, I, my God. I never I never pegged you for a TikTok oh guy. Oh, my God. I, I, I literally could do all the dances, everything. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love it so much. It's the greatest thing ever. All right, what number are we up to? <laughs> Let's go to number three. When asked if he had any interest in leaving college football for the NFL, University of Florida head coach Dan Mullen yesterday said the following. I think a lot of people are trying to figure out what the future of college football is going to hold uh, and what that's going to look like going forward. Um, you know, I love being here at the University of Florida. I think we have a great program. Uh, we have a great fan base, uh, great history, the opportunity to become a championship program every single year. I think there are concerns with coaches. It's what the future of college football is going to look like, which I think there's a lot of uncertainties to it right now um, of how that's going to shape up. So that might not be completely answering your question, but I think that's probably the fairest way that I think as people look at things and look at the future is, um, you know, what, what's college football going to look like in three or four years? And I think there's a lot of uncertainty with that. Um, that, that we're trying to figure out as coaches right now to see see what our futures are going to hold. Evan, do you have any idea what Dan Mullen's talking what, about? What is, I have no idea. What is he talking about? I, Seriously. I, he has to be talking about name, image, likeness, right? Like, it, Because if it's not that... Oh, that's what you took out of that? That's I what I took out about of it. That. Is i got to be honest. He's worried that that's going to change the landscape of college football and maybe transfer portal after that. But after that, I have no idea. I have no clue. I, I, I don't know what he's talking about. But here's the thing. Like, change college football. Nick Saban hasn't said that. No, no. So I don't understand. Like, Nick Saban doesn't feel afraid of that. What? Like, he got caught. <laughs> right? Yeah. His, I, I think his boss is new at Florida. I don't think the fans, he wanted the fans to know that he was interviewing for jobs. And, like, he didn't get the jobs. And he feels like an ass. It's like, hey, I interviewed for the – I couldn't even get the Jets job. Which, by the way, I mean, they got a good coach, right, allegedly, um, in, in Robert Sala, the defensive coordinator for the Niners. But, like, he, he like I think the Falcons he interviewed, and I'm pretty sure the Jets. He didn't get jobs. He's claiming he didn't interview for these jobs. But, like, I, they, they definitely interviewed him. No, Dan Mullen is all over the place. I mean, he is. We what has happened? Whether it's trying to fight coaches or picking up show cause penalties or trying to set up COVID super spreader events. I mean, this dude has had a year trying to set up COVID super spreader events. Yeah, I mean, you're right in what you're saying, but boy, like putting an effort behind it is fascinating. What number are we up to, Ken? Uh, Number two. Are we any closer to seeing Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson traded? I think the answer to that is actually yes, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I have not been somebody that thought he was going to get traded at all. I think you're starting to hear th- th- some things that that make some sense now. So I'll give you the example that I will continue to give. Deshaun Watson with the Texans. They've been married for a long time. He wants a divorce. I- I'm generalizing, and it's not a fair thing to do. But there are many divorcees who don't want to date the moment they get divorced. Right? They're just they're. It's real life stuff. Yeah. There's others that, you know, may say, all right, you know what? I'm, I'm moving to Boca and away we go. Um, <laughs> but that's that's not everyone. So if you're going to be that person that's going to try to date the divorcee, you got to do two things. You got to convince them to start dating again. 
And then you have to convince them that you're the person that they should date. Okay? And so I think when you look at this, some of these teams, like let's say the let's say the Carolina Panthers, they're convincing that's out there now, I think is really smart because there should be no player on any QB needy team that would look at this possibility of trading for Deshaun Watson and, and saying, you know what, this guy's off limits. Because if you're in the mix for Deshaun Watson, then you don't have a player that you shouldn't be willing to give up for Deshaun right. Watson. Right. So, for example, okay, Christian McCaffrey, Teddy Bridgewater, and three to four first-round picks. You may get you may get the Texans' attention. You're getting the eighth pick in the draft. You're getting a franchise player in Christian McCaffrey. Or at least people think he is. He's not because he plays running back. And you're getting a guy who can absolutely step in and start a quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater and still draft a quarterback and have two more first-rounders in years to come. So go through teams that are QB needy. Chase Young, Washington, phenomenal. Should be up for grabs right now. Dolphins, Christian Wilkins, Xavier Howard. Mm-hmm. Take them. Take them. Quentin Williams, Makai Becton with the Jets. Quentin Nelson, off monster offensive lineman with the Colts. Our, our guy Justin Simmons, Martin County with the Broncos. Great player. Defensive back. Sorry, like, you know, Deshaun Watson is going to be more valuable because he plays quarterback. Darren Waller, the tight end with the with the Raiders. Saquon Barkley with the Giants. For Pierce Westwood's Khalil Mack with your Bears. Uh, Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. You'd want Deshaun Watson to play with them in theory in New Orleans, but they should be up for grabs. Um, Fred Warner, the linebacker, is awesome. And George Kittle, the tight end, who's awesome with San Francisco. Guess what? If they don't like Jimmy G and they want Deshaun Watson... Everyone should be up for grabs. Now, by the way, Ken, let's put the Steelers now in the mix. Because if the Steelers are going to potentially part ways with with Roethlisberger at some point here, then guess what? TJ Watt, dominant defensive player, go replace his brother in Houston. And away you go. So I think yes, because I think people are starting to realize, you know what? If we're in the mix and in the market for Watson, then there's nobody on our roster that should be off limits because it doesn't actually matter if we don't have a great quarterback. And I think that NFL teams, some of them are going to have guts enough to just make that decision because more and more you realize that nothing matters except whether or not you have a quarterback that can thrust you into contention. You got to have a quarterback. Brady showed it again this year. And not every team, this is not going to be for every team. They're not going to be able to stomach it. But especially if it's the Dolphins where you give up some key defensive players and then Tua, that's a no-brainer. You do that in a second. So let me make the trade. So who's the best young defensive player in the Dolphins? Wilkins? It's probably Christian Wilkins, yeah. Or Xavier Howard. Right. So, which, by the way, would annoy Watson because he'd want to play with him because he's his friend from college at Clemson. They went out to dinner the other night, but sorry, whatever. So here's the trade I'll give you. The Dolphins trade Wilkins, Tua, both picks this year, the pick next year, and the pick the year after that for Watson. You do it? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You do the Dolphins. You do that in two seconds, right? Without question. I'm giving four first-rounders over three years. I'm giving your young quarterback, and I'm giving your young stud defensive line. Go all in. Show you mean it, for sure. I would do that, too. I don't know that I would do that from the Texans, but we're getting closer. Mm -hmm. We're getting closer. Number one in the top five at five, like number one when it comes to banks, is PNC. It's my bank of choice. Make it yours as well. PNC, of course, does so many great things in terms of the finances, but also in terms of charitable efforts with their Grow Up Great program dedicated to helping uh, prepare America's youngest children for great things in school and life. Through the Grow Up Great program, PNC has been a consistent voice for the importance of quality early childhood education, awarding grants, championing the cause of uh, for the kids, and supporting the creation of educational resources 
resources and volunteering, it's raised over $90 million over the course of time. Unbelievable. With over 100 locations all across South Florida, PNC has the points program, which you can use your PNC Visa card like I do, which is awesome. You then redeem your points, um, and you can get all kinds of great items. I'm, I literally have a new fridge being delivered to my house in Boynton Beach next week off of PNC points. No joke. <laughs> I'm getting a new fridge in my kitchen because of my PNC points. PNC.com backslash points. You can find out all your information about your points and then redeem them for all kinds of great items with PNC and PNC.com. Number one, Ken. Steelers general manager Kevin Colbert had this to say today about quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. He reiterated that to us, that he wants to continue to play. And we we told him, quite frankly, we have to look at this current situation. You know, Art Rooney addressed that, that with Ben's current uh, cap number, um, some adjustment will have to be made. And we're not negotiating as, as we sit here and answer this question. You know, Ben Roethlisberger is on a team. Ben Roethlisberger did a lot of really good things last year. And we anticipate that he could still do some good things moving forward. So hopefully there's a way that we can try to figure out and do what's best for the organization and do what's best for Ben. And hopefully he'll be able to see that and feel the same way we do. But there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Is this curtains for Big Ben in Pittsburgh? I mean, it feels like it, or it feels like, hey, put your money where your mouth is, like literally from a standpoint of um, you said you were you didn't care about money. Yeah, now so show prove it. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, prove it. Like, you know, you can say that when you've made hundreds of millions of dollars, but then the conversation's going to happen. Like, it just doesn't make sense here because if he says that to, this, to the team, the team is rightfully then going to say to him, all right, we're on the same page. We know we have to restructure. We cannot, we cannot have a $41 million cap hit here for you. So as a result, uh, what we need to do is lower that as much as we can. If our common goal is to win a Super Bowl, here, if we, if we take it down to this amount of, of money, here's what we think we would be in the mix for. If we take it down to that amount of money, and he, if he's like, well, no, I'm not going to go that far. What, what do you mean? You just said you don't care about the money situation. And maybe they don't think he can play anymore. Maybe they think there's enough quarterbacks that are out there, whether it's Watson, whether it's Derek Carr, whether it's Carson Wentz, that they're just like, you know what? We can get a guy here uh, this offseason where maybe Jimmy G. I mean, who knows? That Maybe we couldn't have gotten in years past because of all the quarterback movement. So as a result, um, we are going to move on. I mean, it's, it's not crazy to think that could happen right now. Now, it's probably wishful thinking, but maybe the Steelers are just trying to float Ben and see what value they could get offered, but there aren't a lot of teams that are going to take on that money for a 38-year-old quarterback, if any teams. Like, the most likely situation is that he gets released and uh, a team goes and pays him for two years, one or two years. So, you say that, and I I, I think we're going to say the same thing, but maybe differently. So, I, I don't know what the team would take on. The other team wouldn't take on that much money, I don't they, think. It wouldn't take on the 41, but it would still be fairly significant, just like what the Lions took on with Jared Goff. Well, is it, though? His yearly cash is $19 million. I have to, I, I don't understand the contracts in the NFL as well as I do um, the NBA, but I, I, we have to check on that. Because, but the reason I say we're saying the same thing different ways is because we're both basically saying if he's going to be on another team, it's going to be of his choosing. By yeah. way of trade or free agent. I just They're don't not going to s- trade him somewhere and be like, see ya, right. peace out. Right. I don't see a 38-year-old quarterback, you get in enough value for you to say, okay, this is worth it. I mean, if you're Indianapolis and, and the Eagles are not budging on the two-second rounders for Carson Wentz, then literally just say to them, listen, we're, we have a deal in place with Pittsburgh right now. We're going to have Roethlisberger by tomorrow if you don't make this deal. The Eagles are insane. 
Well, I'm saying that like that that's yeah. believable. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, top five and five here on ESPN 1063. All right, coming up right now. We here's what we've got. We do this for every single Miami Heat game, or not every single game. Once a week we do this. And uh, Ed Morris, our great partners at Ed Morris have done an amazing thing. They are giving away $75 per Heat win at the end of the season for someone to win all of that money. Okay? So what that means is we have weekly regular season games that we play here on the show, and you have a chance to be qualified then to be a part of the big playoff at the end. So the Heat, unfortunately, right now only have 11 wins. But so what? If you think about it, 11 um, wins gives you right now, uh, if they don't win another game this season, $825 at the end of the season. But you've got to get into the playoff at the end. And in order to get into the playoff, you have to win a regular season round. And right now, we have a regular season round that you could be a part of as part of the Ed Morse Drive for 75 at 888-760-3776. They play tonight right here on ESPN 1063 at 10 p.m. against the Golden State Warriors. So we ask a simple question. Who leads the Heat in scoring tonight? Who has the most points this evening? And if you get it right, you will then win your regular season game, and you then get to the postseason. We do it now as part of the Ed Morse Drive for 75. Rev up your engines. It's time for the drive for 75. The Drive for 75 is brought to you by Ed Morse Automotive Group, celebrating 75 years of automotive excellence. From their start in 1946, the Ed Morris Automotive Group, family-owned and operated business, has had your back as they celebrate 75 years in business. Join the 1.75 million customers, like me, that have been backed by Morris with the Ed Morris Price Protection Promise. Huge 75th anniversary savings going on at all of your local Ed Morris Automotive dealers. It's the Price Protection Promise. Make sure you are backed by Morris. Ed Morris. Of course. 888 espn is the number to jump in. Heat at the Warriors tonight. All we need to know from you is who leads Miami in scoring tonight. And if you are right, you win the regular season matchup that you have for this week. And you advance to the big playoff where you have a chance to win the grand prize, which is $75 per Miami Heat victory. Okay. Per Miami Heat victory. So we don't know what the grand prize will be. Ed Morris has done an amazing job here of giving us 75 bucks per victory, and we have zero idea as to what the grand prize will be. We are hoping it's a lot more than it is right now as the Heat have been struggling, um, and obviously at the end of the season, we hope that they are not. Now, before we get your calls in, and as I see them flowing in here, I do want to play you one quick little Heat thing. So last night, Jimmy Butler was a guest on Inside the NBA on the postgame show with Shaq, Dwayne Wade, and Adam Lefko, the host, and Lefko asked about uh, you know who he would rather hang, who Jimmy would rather hang out with. Would it rather would he rather hang out with um, Dwayne Wade or or Mark Wahlberg, two of his close friends? And uh, Jimmy then went into this great funny take on TNT last night. Don't worry about being compared to Mark Wahlberg. Hmm. I don't know what happened to the rest of it. So hmm. Let's start it again. You weird. have the whole thing. Yeah, that, sure let, do. Let's let's see if we can listen to it again. Okay. I'm tired of being compared to everything I do is gotta be compared to Dwayne Wade. Oh, you just passed Dwayne Wade on the triple doubles list. Man, screw Dwayne Wade. So don't worry about being compared to Mark Warburg. 
I love Jimmy. 14 minutes of that last night. It was excellent. So go search for it on, on TNT um, on YouTube and whatever else. It was great. It was great. All right, Drew in West Palm. Who leads the Heat in scoring tonight, Drew? Hey, I'm going to go with Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I think that's a safe bet, considering the fact that he's had a triple-double in the last game, and he's been great since he's been back uh, from COVID protocols. But unfortunately, the team has stunk. Thank you for the call, Drew in West Palm. Ken will get your information if he hasn't already, so we appreciate it. Drew in Jupiter, another Drew. Go ahead, Drew. I'm going with Bam. Bam, all right. So Bam leads them in scoring tonight against Golden State. Thanks for the call. Golden State has been playing small ball, which is now a pet peeve of mine. I just said it. We shouldn't be calling any team in the NBA small ball because everybody plays small ball. So now it should just be big ball at this point. I mean, nobody plays big anymore, so shouldn't we make the big deal about if you're playing big versus playing small? Just a thought. Dennis in West Palm. Go ahead, Dennis. Uh, Can I pick anybody that's been picked already? No. What? (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh, I go with I go with Duncan. Okay, he's been terrible this year. I mean, let's be honest. And thanks for the phone call. Duncan has been awful, been absolutely awful this year. Um, it, it's beyond surprising how bad he's been. Nobody anticipated this. I, yeah, you you got to like him, but man, has he been bad this year? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six triple eight seven six zero ESPN. Who leads the Heat in scoring tonight? I have room for probably one or two more um, before we hand it off tonight to you, Ken, with the uh, board. Room or no tonight? Yeah, maybe, possibly. I'm not sure. Um, who leads the Heat in scoring tonight? This is part of the Ed Morris drive for $75. $75 per win Ed Morris is giving us for the grand prize at the end of the year uh, based on the number of Heat wins. This is a regular season matchup tonight uh, for you, Warriors uh, on the road. Who leads the Heat in scoring tonight? If you get it right, you then enter into the playoff at the end of the season for that grand prize number, which we think, we hope, will be in the thousands. Right now it's in the hundreds which is not good um 875 i believe is what i just said i no, i could be wrong on that 825 i think is what it is i can't do math 11 times 75 and i already said it what is it 11 times 25 i i know I, I 75 I, I am losing my mind what is going on with you right now 825 i'm so bad my son is seven and he's so bad at math i'm uh, so, so good at math and i'm so <laughs> bad at math so i'll give him math problems i'll be like what's you know 75 plus 43 and he'll figure it out and i'll be like hold on i'm not sure if that's right yet i literally can't figure i'm so stupid that i need i need a calculator to, to figure out the problems that uh, that he has Ken, what's up next? Because we got to go, and I was going to take one or two more, but we got to go. What's up next? Is Board it represented by the Honda Classic. You got another dose of me. We haven't had enough of Ken today. <laughs> so we are on to what day is today? Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Thursday, right here on ESPN 106.3.